Welcome, sports fans, to the ninth episode of You Bet. It is Friday, July 22nd, 2022. Thanks for joining us today as we discuss sports betting pits, picks, tips, and other good stuff. Everything discussed is for entertainment purposes only. It's always losing bet to bet where illegal, and remember to never bet what you cannot lose. So today we're going to recap last episode's picks, which were quite good. Pick some baseball games for you, which I'm sure will be equally as good. And then we're going to uh, talk some more about football predictions, looking at the AFC North and South. Last week, we covered AFC East and West. Uh, check that out after listening to this episode. And uh, we're going to continue to go around and uh, predictably go through the other divisions of football as we get a little closer. So who do we have with us today? Let's go around the horn. We have the man with the plan, Mike. How you guys doing, everybody? How you guys doing, everybody? That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, How you guys doing? Off to a great start, Mike. Thank you. Uh, we have our brother from another mother, Dave. <laughs> okay, and I'm Jeff. We're here to hopefully learn something. Uh, I don't think they're learning anything yet, but okay. hey. But, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna jump into this though because we have exciting uh, you know results to report from last week. But first, let's start with Dave. I think it was a good week. How did you do? It was an excellent week. Uh, I went four and zero, oh. um, and then I had a toss in there. I was at the uh, guards game. Uh, you had a what? Some folks, a I went to the guards game. The guard, the Guardians. He said ah. a toss in, a toss in, Dave ah. or Jeff. A toss, in. Russ, Steve. Wow, we're gonna have to fix a lot of this in post. Yes. So guards, I uh, did a parlay with the guards in the over because I was there and you can't be at a game and not throw something on it. So threw a quarter on it and that parlay between the guards and the over won me over 50 bucks. So thank you. Appreciate it. And that was under the advisement, tossed it over to the boys here and Mike and Jeff and said, I'm here. What do you guys think? And Mike tossed out, got to do guards in the over. And I reluctantly did it and I was happy with the results. So well, to give Thanks Trevor lot, credits too, I said the over and, and Jeff said the Guardian. So we split that win. Take it. Yes. Winner. Teamwork makes the I dream drink, work. I drank a beer for you guys. You did. I appreciate that. Thanks, Dave. Good. 4-0 plus the toss-in is fan, is a fantastic week, Dave. Good good show. Good show. And um, what were your picks, Dave? Maybe we should tell them. Uh, I had Mets, uh, Toronto, the Dodgers, and the Yankees, and Sox over eight and a half. Excellent. So, Mike, I know it's hard to follow up a perfect win streak for the week. So, uh, how did you do? Well, I lost on Houston, but then I won every other bet. I went four and one as well. Well, I went four and one. So, that was pretty good for... For uh, you, for a guy like me, yes. Uh, I hit the Yankees over, which I believe all of us picked. Uh, I had St. Louis; they won seven to three. Picked the Dodgers, which I believe we all had as well, which won nine to one. And the Toronto against the AAA team won eight to one. Unfortunately, Houston lost to the Athletics. I didn't even think they had a team anymore, but (laughs) apparently they can be Houston. They lost five to one. So every other game looked really well. So. I guess four and one, we'll take it. That's a very good win, Mike. Good job. And actually, I didn't have all of those games that you mentioned. I took I took a little bit of a different path. You and Dave were on the same wavelength, uh, sharing the same notes last week. But uh, I went a little different. I did take the Cubs. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the Mets uh, over the Cubs. That was a win. I ended up going five and one for the entire uh, week of picks. 
So uh, the Mets won the uh, Braves over national ones, eight to four. That was an easy win. Like watching that one, uh, Detroit and Cleveland. I took Cleveland on that game. They won six to five with a, what's an eighth inning double, a two run Homer, which was fantastic, which I high five myself with. But, uh, but then I lost on my, my, my somewhat risky pick on the Orioles versus the Rays. I, I didn't, as you remember, I didn't like that uh, line of odds. I didn't like how that was coming together, but Vegas knew what they were talking about and the Rays did win. So I lost on that one, but uh, I did end up picking up the wins for the Reds and Cardinals over. Uh, it was 10, it was eight, 8.5. So I won that one. And the Brewers and the Giants over, uh, they came in total 13, the over was seven. So love to see when that happens. It was a hit fest over there. So that was uh, was great. So five and one for me, four and zero oh for Dave. If you count the parlay, five and zero, oh. and then Mike four and one. Uh, what a week, what? guys! Why am I always still the worst? I mean, come on. <laughs> we were close. <laughs> we, were, we were very close. Oh, damn it! <laughs> and I mean, and uh, not to be cruel, but based on your previous performance, you should be pretty happy. <laughs> <laughs> said or something like that <laughs> yeah well all right no i'm just kidding mike you, you i mean it was a really good week so we hope everybody listening also uh, followed these picks and had a good week as well uh for everything you bet on baseball so so speaking of which so let's see if we can keep this streak rolling here for today july 22nd uh dave what are you seeing out there and can we keep winning at such a rate yeah i hope so um <laughs> all right uh Right now, I got three and a half picks. Three and a half. Ooh. Three and a half, just because one looks a little bit goofy, and I'm going to come back and let and talk about it. So, um, I got the uh, the Guardians are playing the White Sox um, mm-hmm. in in Chicago. You got Quantrill and Giolito. Um, this is what I could tell you every time the Guardians play the White Sox and Giolito pitches, the the Guardians lose. Okay. Wow. It is just, it's free money. Just take the White Sox today, <laughs> minus 155. It's the truth. Just go back and look at it. It's, I don't know what it is. It is what it is. So just White Sox just fan. Take, White Sox fan. White Sox yeah, fan. Just take, just take White Sox, okay? <laughs> White Sox are minus 155. Just take it and run. And I don't know what it is. It's, it is a curse for uh, Guardians slash back to the Indians as well. So, um, the other one I had uh, was Tampa Bay minus one thirty. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Um, Tampa Bay again, just playing some solid baseball right now. Oops, I'm flipping over to Giolito stats. Um, so I'm sticking with uh, Tampa Bay here today as well. And then I got the Giants Dodgers later on tonight. Um, you got two really really good pitchers on the mound between yeah. Webb and Anderson. Yeah. Uh, the over under seven and a half. Get get ready, kids. Here comes an under. Under seven and a half, Giants Dodgers. Ooh, that's two unders in a row. Yes. So here is my one that just it, it kind of screams out. Bet me, bet me, bet me. Mm. You got the Angels at the Braves. You got Otani on the mound. Okay. Oh, stop. Atlanta's Atlanta is minus one fifty-five. So everybody's looking at them and going, I got to bet the Angels. I got to bet the Angels. No, take the Braves minus 155 at home. Uh-oh. Yeah, we're going to have – we're going to go against each other, I'm, I'm feeling uh, here, aren't you? <sighs> so there are my picks for this week. 
Excellent, Dave. Well, let's see how much you and Mike overlap this week, Mike. What uh, What do you think, and uh, where What are you looking at this week? Well, we kind of previewed one overlap, but I'll go into that one right away just to end the suspense there. Well, the the uh, I have the Angels and Otani because Otani can basically he can pitch his way to a win and hit his way to a win, and he's an underdog. I understand the Angels aren't playing good ball, but Trout's still playing. They still got Rendon. They still have a decent team. And Atlanta, they started the year terribly. They've been playing well lately, but they're not they're not uh, as overly excited as I think. And I don't think it, it's a interleague game, so they don't see Shohei that often. So this is going to be one of the first times that everybody's facing him. And as you can see, he is an incredible pitcher and an incredible hitter and he's doing stuff that not even Babe Ruth has done so anytime I can get plus odds on someone who's better than Ruth I'm gonna take it so I took the Angels at plus 130 in stark contrast to Dave um I have another little underdog here or uh Maybe not even a little underdog. I got the San Diego Padres, which are plus maybe, well, they were plus 160. I guess even my thoughts brought this line down. They're plus 150 now. Uh, the, uh, the Mets opened at minus 190. Now they're minus 180. Uh, the over-under net six and a half, which is kind of scary. But you've got uh, uh, Hugh Darvish going against Scherzer. I know Scherzer's coming off an injury. Um, so I don't know how much that's going to affect him. He might be a little rusty. I don't know how the stadium smells, but I'm going to take San Diego with Hugh Darvish in a in a mild upset, I'll call it. You know, plus one sixty is a pretty good upset. It's not a major one, but if you can get one sixty with the with an ace pitcher going, I'll take that. And then finally, my third pick, Yankees just lost a doubleheader at home yesterday. Mm-hmm. And now they're playing Baltimore on the road. And they originally opened at minus 155. They're up to minus 160 now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Yankees to end that streak against the Orioles. Even though the Orioles have been playing good ball lately, it's still the Orioles. They finished 40 games out of fourth place last year. So I don't have a bunch of confidence with them going against uh, Italian, or Italian, however you say his name. Uh, he's Italian. Italian. <laughs> the Italian. Italian. <laughs> Hey, 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 why don't, why don't you stop, you know, messing around with me? That was a terrible Italian accent, and I'm Italian. I should just shut up. I'm going to take the Yankees and go pass over to Jeff. I like that thing. That was the worst Italian accent I've ever heard from somebody who's Italian. Oh, oh I can't even think. I'm laughing too much. Oh, all right. Well, I actually went quite a bit of a different direction than, than both you two Utes. Um, I, uh, I have, I looked at the Cubs and the Phillies and I like the, the Phillies in this game uh, at home versus the Cubs. Uh, it's their first meeting in a really long time. And, uh, if you look at their the overall schedules and where they're, where they're playing, uh, how they've been playing lately, the Phillies is a you know, over 500 and the Cubs are at about 380 as a percentage for the season. And the Phillies have a much harder schedule. So why this is minus 30. I am not sure for the Phillies. I think this is a discount pick. I think this is going to be an easy win for the Phillies at home against the Cubs. Uh, so I do like that one. I'm going to take it. Uh, also, it's on Apple TV Plus. And if you haven't watched a game on Apple TV Plus, not that we're sponsored by them yet, 
Tim Cook keeps calling me. But the uh, uh, it's really a different experience. I like it. It, it was fun watching them on Apple uh, TV Plus. It, it really they had a lot of stats and a lot of fun stuff during the broadcast that I thought uh, was it was fun. So I'm gonna watch it again on Apple TV Plus, but not this game. Another game I'll talk about in a minute. Uh, so I, I also looked at the Yankees and the Orioles as well. A lot of the reasons that uh, the Mike was talking about, but I went a different direction with it. I think they're gonna keep the game under nine. I don't think the Orioles are going to put up a lot of runs uh, at all against uh, the Italian. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. But if you look at the stats, too, that uh, the Yankees are number one in the league for runs allowed. And that means on the low end, they don't allow the most of runs. They, they, run the, they allow the least amount of runs in the league. Uh, and they're number three in hits allowed. So that's both really, you know, interesting with why this under is at uh, is at nine or the, the total is at nine right now. And I think it's definitely going to fall under under that, even with the Yankees uh, not coming in as strong, uh, probably from the last two losses of for the doubleheader. I don't think they're going to be. Uh, uh, I think it'll be more conservative. I think Tellingen's going to control at the plate. So it's going to be under nine pretty easily, is my guess at seven oh five for Yankees at the Orioles. Then I have another take on the Cleveland and uh, White Sox game at 810, also on Apple TV Plus. That's the game I'm going to watch. The um, I agree with with what Dave uh, mentioned. Neither are really putting you know their their aces on the mound here for the game, but uh, and it's the start of a four game series. Both teams have to win, and I, I think that uh, because they're both trying, they're both neck and neck in their division. So. Um, I think it's over. I'm going to take the over eight and a half here. I think they're going to there's going to be scoring. Uh, Cleveland's been putting up a lot of big numbers. White Sox has been hitting have been hitting the ball well. I think there's a good chance this one's going to go over. I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to bet on it. I'm going to go over eight and a half for Cleveland at White Sox. And then uh, for the uh, the the Giants and Dodgers game, I am 100 aligned with with Dave's comment here. I actually moved just moved from eight to seven and a half, but I'll still take it at seven and a half. I'll take the under there. Webb and Anderson on the mound is going to be a pitcher's duel for this game. No one, no one's going to be hitting anything really. And the Dodgers have pretty good stats along these lines too. They're number one in the league for runs allowed and number two in the league for hits allowed. So that's going to keep, uh, it's going to keep the Giants at bay quite a bit, I imagine. And they're not going to see a, a high-scoring game here, especially with the two aces uh, battling it out for Giants and Dodgers. So those are my four picks for July 22nd. Uh, we some crossover, some some we didn't. Not too much in in discrepancy here. I you know when Dave was mentioning the Cleveland and White Sox game, I looked at that every which way to see if I liked Cleveland at all or White Sox, and I just couldn't find a um, you know a compelling reason. But I think Dave's reason to take the White Sox is probably the best reasoning I've heard so far. But uh, I, I'm gonna stick with it. At last second, I was thinking of a parlay, but I'm gonna stick with my my over there over eight and a half. I got a question for you guys. I've been traveling a few days. Um, did we hire a stats department or a research department? Because you guys actually brought like real good information to this. What? 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 Did I miss something? Well, because we're fucking professionals, Mike. What are you oh. doing? <laughs> Clearly this working is, on my Italian is, accent. <laughs> yeah, this is episode nine, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we obviously have this completely figured out. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, damn, you guys got stats. I'm like, wow, I like Shohei. He looks cool. <laughs> You're like, the, the, the Dodgers are wearing their pretty blues. I'll take them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I mean, you always can fall back on the stadium smell if you need yes. to help on, help on a pick. I did mention that. You did. You did. 
Much appreciated. So that wraps up baseball. Let's see if we can keep this amazing streak we had last week going this week uh, with our with our stats and all of our research that goes into these picks. Uh, how, how can we lose? So it, it's uh, right. it'll be good to see how these games turn out. Did you guys see the double play during the All-Star game? Yes. Oh, that, was, that, guy's a, that guy's a second baseman. <laughs> oh, he really is. Uh, and I, I was really impressed by that. That was a... It was a hard grab behind the back toss on the money that had to be right. fired to first, and the guy had to tag him, right? So, right. Ah, so good. So good. You yeah. saw that that's one of the best plays in a long time I've seen. All right. So, that's baseball. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, baseball. Hello, football. Let's talk Ooh. about some NFL uh, football here for the AFC North and South. We'll start with the North. We're going to talk about the predictions of what we're seeing out there for the league. And let's start with the North, Mike. Let's going over to you. Uh, this, you know, let's just jump right into it, right? You know, this is going to be an interesting, interesting uh, division. Uh, I think the North has a lot of weird stuff going on that makes this pretty tough to predict. But I want to hear what your thoughts are on, on the Bengals this year. On the Bengals, uh, well, if you, I, I guess my stats department came through a little bit. Uh, teams that lose in the Super Bowl tend to struggle mightily the next year. Um, it's kind of hold true probably since Atlanta uh, in Tom, against Tom Brady. Um, so I, everyone's kind of riding high on Cincinnati this year. They redid their line. Um, get more protection for Burrow, who I think is a fantastic quarterback. Uh, I don't see them. I see them staying about the same as last year. I don't remember exactly how many wins they have, but I got Cincinnati winning 10 games. They're going 10 and seven, which will actually be tied for the division league. I, unfortunately I left my sheet at in Los Angeles with what the projected totals were. So I don't know if Cincinnati at 10 wins is over or under. Maybe one of my friends on the podcast could help. If I got I him at nine and a half. Sorry, nine and a half. So I think Cincinnati will actually go over in a year that they're supposed to struggle. So that makes complete sense how my logic works. But I don't think they're going to be, you know, usually like you think of a Super Bowl team winning 13, 14 games or a Super Bowl contending team. I think they're going to win 10, which I think is good enough to tie for the division lead. With, you want me to keep going or do you want me to stop? No, we'll stop stuff? with Bengals. We'll stop with Bengals. Yeah. And just to recap, you, you said they're going to struggle mightily, but they're still going to be over 10 games is what you what you said. That's All exactly right. what I said. Awesome. Got that. I got that jotted down. Uh, Dave, do you feel the same way on the Bengals? I think they're, well, I right at nine and a half, um, I think they are going to have a hangover. Uh, I think they're still growing. I think a lot of things fell into place for them last year. And I, I see them right around nine wins uh, for uh, for this year. So I have them as the under. <clears throat> and only because I think there, there's going to be – Baltimore is going to be great. I think P- Pittsburgh's still going to steal a game from them. Cleveland can still steal a game from them uh, because they have their number, all, even though Baker's gone. So I think it's it's a case of the division just beating up on each other yeah. this year. So I have Cincinnati. I mean, I think the nine and a half is perfect. So, but I just think that they're gonna there's gonna be too much uh, carnage going on with in the division there, and I see them uh, winning nine games this year. Yeah, I agree uh, with, with it being nine and a half and running the money. I went back and forth on this one. Damn you, Vegas! 
but they uh i i looked at this quite a bit i i i kind of actually agree with 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 uh mike and um i do think there's gonna be a bit of a hangover i think things did fall into place for them kind of uh surprisingly last year to take them to where they went to i think they put up six to seven wins pretty easily when i look at their schedule and it really comes down to how strong pit is going back to what you said david about how much in division carnage really exists uh that was a big question mark for me is how how uh, good pit will be playing uh pittsburgh will be playing so I, I put them in at the over, but I really just defaulted because I do think they do have six to seven easy wins, not easy, uh, six to seven wins where they're going to be, uh, you know, games where they're going to be favored for wins. And I, I think I agree with that, but it really comes down to what happens in the division to see if they get over that uh, nine uh, nine hump. So we'll we'll see, but I have them as the over. I do think they have some talent there. I do think they added some strength in the, in the off season. So I got them at over nine and a half. It was a tough pick there. Tough pick. I think they have a hard schedule uh, besides those those other games. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's Bengals. We have we're split on that, which is uh, lovely. But I you know, brought up uh, Pittsburgh, Mike, and you know I know you don't really like them much. But what do you think the Steelers are going to do this year? Uh, as a lifelong Steeler fan, um, this pick Ooh. kills me. Uh, Tomlin hasn't been below five hundred in his career. Yep. But I think this is the year that it happens. Um, they got a new quarterback coming in um, and a quarterback that couldn't even make the Bears roster. And that's going to be their fighting for their uh, starting starting job. It's either going to be uh, uh, Pickett or whoever the hell the other guy is. What's his name? I'll draw a Mitch. blank. Mitch. Yes, Mitch Trubisky. Uh, how could you forget a guy like Mitch Trubisky? Anyway. Um it's not good in the quarterback situation. They haven't been able to run the ball. Their line is old and their defense is great. So I think their defense will steal them a couple of wins. They have a couple of easy wins on their schedule, but in the division, I don't think they can contend with Cincinnati. I don't think they can contend with Baltimore, but they always tend to split with Baltimore and who knows what they're going to get with Cleveland. So I have them at about a seven win total this year. I have them at seven and ten, and I don't know. Again, with a little help, does that put them probably under? Correct. They would put them under the total uh, that I have listed here is seven and a half. Yes, I would say they win about seven. Okay. So I would go under on there. Not a strong under because the Steelers. The year I thought they were going to be terrible, they won the first twelve games. So there you go. I have no idea with them. Tomlin's a great coach. He finds a way to win, but. I don't know how much magic he has left. I gotcha. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. Dave, what do you think about the Steelers? I still think that the Steelers, yes, I think they're going to struggle on offense, so I would bet their team under all year long. Um, but they still have a very strong uh, defense. I mean, T.J. Watt's a stud. Um, on the offense, Najee Harris is, is an incredible running back. I can't believe I'm saying this because I hate Pittsburgh. And I, they find a way to just win games uh, every flipping year. Um, so I have them as an over seven and a half. I think that seven and a half is, uh, early on. I think that'll, that'll morph and change as they go through the year. I think there's, there's, you're looking at who they get to play. They play at Cincinnati the first week. I think that is a prime time. There's going to be zero expectations on the Steelers. I think they walk away and they, they take that first game, uh, from Cincinnati. And then you have a battle at home against new England after that. So, 
I, I really think that Pittsburgh's going to be over seven and a half. I think they're going to come out stronger than everybody thinks. Um, yes, we're going to go back to that carnage within the division there, but I, Steelers just find a way every damn year to be good. So um, if they could be av- if they could be average, <laughs> you go over. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'm actually going to disagree with you, Dave. I think the Steelers are going to be the the, the whipping boys of, of this division. Um, I think they do have a decent defense, but I think that's all they have going for them. I don't know about that first game prediction over Bengals, and I'm not even sure Patriots or Jets in the first you know the first four games that they're going to be playing. I think they have tough games even against them. And the Jets, we know we talked about them uh, last week. So. The five of the first eight games are on the road, which is going to be a challenge for the Steelers, too, to get any momentum going and to get a lot of, I think, to get a lot of steam under under them for what they need to put together. Um, I'm under on this one. I'm under seven and a half. I do think the Steelers are have, do find ways to win, but I don't think this is the year for them. I think this is they're, they're going to be beat up by everybody else in the division handedly, and uh, they're going to struggle against some other games, too. So... Uh, I'm going under seven and a half, which is a difficult pick to make. But I, 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 right now, what I'm seeing out there for their schedule, I think that's what's going to happen. So I'm under seven and a half on the Steelers. All right, we're split again. Uh, we have no unanimous consensus yet to really screw over a team. Let's see if we can get it on the Ravens. Mike, what do you think about Baltimore? What are they going to do this year? Well, despite my complete dislike for Baltimore, um, I think they're going to be pretty good. Um, they have a good coach. They're competitive. They have the same feel as Pittsburgh. It's just, it's like the whole division has the same kind of feel. The, the grind it out, defensive, not showy kind of division. Um, I have them winning 10 games, being tied with Cincy for the, the division lead. So I guess that'll give a hint to where I see Cleveland going. Um, it, uh, the one thing that scares me about that is that Lamar is a running quarterback and he's probably going to get hurt again this year. And if he gets hurt, they go down. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of how long he can stay healthy. And he's also in a contract year. I don't think they've paid him yet. They haven't signed a contract with him yet, correct, Dave? That's correct. So obviously he's going to want to play his best which means i think they'll come out strong early and showcase lamar and uh but by showcasing him he runs and as we see throughout the league history any running quarterback eventually gets that one hit that injures them and then they have to become a passer and i don't think any of them have successfully switched i mean i think the closest might have been michael vick because he could throw but even after he got hurt, he wasn't nearly the the number one overall pick that he should have been. So I got Baltimore as a tentative 10 wins, which I think would put them over, correct? Yes, it would. They're over as nine and a half. Yeah. So I, I say 10. And uh, I will pray that Lamar is in a blanket and protected. All right. So you are over... Nine and a half. Yes. Okay, Mike. Dave, what do you think about Baltimore? Um, I hate them just like Mike does. Um, <laughs> hey, we agree. It all, yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, it's it, it all revolves around Lamar. It's when Lamar lo- or 
missed the last four games last year from getting hurt, their team blew up. Um, so it all revolves around him. I agree with you. Um, you know, I think they're if he stays healthy, they're outstanding. So I have to assume that he stays healthy. Um, they have a great defense. They have they're they're they'll beat the crap out of you. And then if Lamar is healthy, he'll run all over the place and score. I mean, the guy can get diarrhea, come back and beat your team. Um, <laughs> but if he gets knocked out and his legs get cut out from underneath him, then he's screwed. So uh, with that, I will take Baltimore over nine and a half, assuming that Lamar stays healthy. Yeah. Well, I had a feeling it was coming. Here comes the unanimous decision to screw. I mean, Lamar should just buy more insurance right now. I mean, that's what really <laughs> should happen because we just gave him the kiss of death because I am over on the Ravens as well. And this, But I, I thought this was a little tougher pick. You guys seem a little more confident than I, than I felt. Um, I did look at their, their schedule, and it, it according to who you, you ask, it looks like about the 11th easiest schedule uh, available. Um, and and that's because they were last in the division uh, last year. And I just, that, that kind of threw me off. I'm like, well, they do have an easy schedule, uh, but uh, with, with the potential for injuries, with the potential, if you just look at how they performed last year, it's hard to go, okay, they're going to be a major contender uh, this year. But if they do stay healthy, so a lot of ifs, if they do stay healthy, if they do pick up a couple of the early wins, especially against the Jets and Giants, uh, early on in their schedule, there's a good chance they're going to go over and they may even, if they stay healthy, be contenders in this in this division because of how strong their defense is. So I, uh, I'm i over two. I'm over nine and a half. I think they're going to be right at 10 or 11 games as long as everybody stays healthy. But if any, you know, if they had the same trouble they had last year, then it's going to be, you know, it's, they're not going to be at that level. They're, they Obviously, a couple stars get hurt and they're not going to be able to um, compete at the level that they would need to to continue to put up wins, especially late in the season when they're going against, uh, I don't know, who are they going with? It doesn't matter who they play because, right. uh, you know, the, the Bengals are going to be tough and I and we'll, we'll talk about Cleveland here in a little bit. So I'm over two. So that's all three of us over nine and a half for well, the Ra- Ravens. They, the Baltimore also had like historic injuries last yeah. year. Like they lost both of their running backs and both of their quarterbacks, cornerbacks and their quarterback. And it's just like everyone kept getting hurt to the point where it was just, they were just decimated. They were supposed to be so good last year, but they just got hurt. So mm-hmm. you assume it'll even out. Like you can't get hurt that often, <laughs> you would think. So the breaks will probably switch their way, which makes me feel a little more confident. But, but if you're making these decisions, though, you have to base it off something. You have to base it off performance. Right. And without right. seeing that performance, you go, oh, they should have been good, but they got hurt. So I still feel there's a bit of uncertainty there. And, and maybe I'm wrong. If you guys see this differently or, or if you have a different opinion on this, is that I didn't see them do anything, picking up anybody in the offseason or really making any drastic changes to, to show that they're going to be yeah. a, a better team. They didn't need to. All their injured guys came back, which was adding like four all-stars. Okay. All right. All right. So they really believe in that lineup as well. All right. So who am I to question it? I'll stay with my over, uh, over nine and a half. And we'll see what happens with the Ravens, which it just, it hurts to say, but they're probably going to be pretty good if they stay healthy. Right. All right. So here is one that we have to talk about. And it's Cleveland, right? We, yes. we don't we don't have a line from Vegas on this, so Mike, leaving your sheet at home doesn't change anything. Uh, what are you, what are your thoughts? <laughs> what are your thoughts about uh, where the, the Browns are going to end up and what's going to happen with them? And I guess well, we have to take into account the conversation we had previously about Deshaun yeah. Watson. So uh, 
unfortunately, I think based on all the rumors going around that I don't think Deshaun's going to be suspended for the season, which I still think is kind of crazy to at least come down with that. But he's going to be suspended. I'm going to go with eight. That seems to be the general pick between the three of us. So half the season, he's gone. And in that half, I don't even know who they're going to start. Uh, Jacoby Brissett against a second-place schedule. So I just don't think – I'm sorry, maybe the third-place schedule. I don't think that – Cleveland's got talent on defense. So they're going to be tough games. I don't know if Brissett – Brissett has some talent when he played with Indy. Uh, he kept them competitive. But then once any better option came, they quickly got rid of him. So I don't have much confidence in him other than he's a capable backup. Then, even in the second half of the season, if Deshaun comes in, he hasn't played all of last year either. So he'll have 24, well, 25 games off of not playing. And coming off a of suspension, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him that week for questions, for everything coming in. There will probably be protests at his game. They're all going to be rooting against him. I have no idea what's going to happen there but I want all that leads to is I think Cleveland will probably still win seven games I think they'll go seven and ten just because they have they have a top five quarterback in Watson if he plays well they've got a top five defense so they could win all eight games when Watson comes back and I wouldn't be surprised but I just don't think everything ever lines up that well for Cleveland so I'm going to pick them to win seven because they just have too much talent not to win anything less than that so you think over seven? Well, I think seven. I don't know what the oh, is. Oh, you're right. You think seven is their number. Gotcha. Yes. Seven and ten. That's what I think they go. Okay. Okay. Uh, I disagree with most of what you said. Dave, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great preview. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So here's what I tell you is that all they need out of whoever is going to be the quarterback in the beginning of the year here is just don't mess up. Okay, don't throw picks. You got two great running backs, and you got a great third running back that's in there. You got an unbelievable defense. Mm-hmm. Just hand the ball off. You got one of the best offensive lines, and offensive lines love blocking for running plays because they know where they have to go. They know where they have to go hit, and they hate passing plays. I don't. It's gonna be run, 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 run for the first part of the year here when Watson's out. So they're they going to heavily Forrest rely on <laughs> Run, Forrest, run. That's right. <laughs> they got, they got, they got Chubb and Hunt, and then their their third, their third running back is pretty damn good too. Um, you add in their, um, you know, their, they have above average receivers. They have a pretty good tight end uh, core there, and then their defense. I mean, Garrett got a ninety nine rating mm-hmm. on Madden. I mean, they're they're giving them a lot of credit here, guys. So I think their defense can <laughs> there'll be actually one game this year where the defense will actually win the game for them, probably score more points than the offense, and then they yeah. just have to grind it out. And let alone they finally got a kicker that could actually make you know kicks, and we're not sitting there look you know waiting for them to miss extra points. So um, I have them uh, at least winning nine games this year, 
I thought if if Vegas comes out and does an over under on this thing, I think it would have been eight and a half, and my pick would have been over the eight and a half. But that's 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 where I'm coming from. Are you much more aligned with what Dave said than what with what Mike said? Uh, I think that I could literally be the quarterback for the Browns and they could win a bunch of games. They have so many, uh, they have so many weapons out there. If I could just hand the ball off, uh, they're going to be in contention for some of these, some of these games. Their offensive line is finally coming around looking really good. Their, um, the, the receivers uh, was David, uh, uh, the Juku, the Joku. That one, that one looking pretty good. Uh, from what I hear, he's going to have a breakout season uh, on offense I, like Dave said, I think they run the game as long as the quarterback doesn't make a lot of mistakes. It doesn't matter who's in there for the first couple games of, of the season. Uh, I think they're going to have a chance to be a contender. I know it's very difficult to make predictions when you don't even know who the quarterback is, but honestly, there are so many positives to both sides of the ball here for, for the Browns. I, I'm, you know, I, I do think they have a good chance to, to put up some wins. Miles Garrett is probably going to be the defensive player of the year just based off initial, you know, predictions. As long as he stays healthy and he does what he's supposed to do, and that's going to make a, you know, he's a, he's a game changer alone. So, um, I am more along the line of, of Dave of saying over eight and a half is is a pretty solid pick for me. That that I think is going to happen. I don't think that Sean Watson is going to be. Um, going to be out as long as as other people say as, as i've stated in previous podcasts but uh but even when he comes back ah even when he comes back it's going to have to uh i don't i don't think he'll have the impact that, that mike is saying either i think he because he's got to get on the field he'll have to establish dominance and credibility very quickly regardless of what's going on in the with the noise around him because there's gonna be a lot of speculation so he's gonna have to come out there and and, and play he's gonna play hard from day one and he's going to prove why the Browns spent $65 billion or whatever it was to bring him on, give or Close. take. Close. Close, right. Uh, the, the money that was, was spent uh, to bring him on. But uh, again, even even without him, with with, with Chubb and, and Hunt in, in the backfield, it, it really seems like Browns have a, a pretty solid team regardless. So anyways, I'm with them. I'm with you, Dave. I'm with you at over eight and a half. Uh, screw you, Mike. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so all right so we'll see how that we'll see actually what happens with uh with how this the you know the the, the, the drama continues with the, with the browns but we should have some answers here soon but let's give up on the north and let's head south of the mason dixon line into afc south mike um there's you know quite a bit uh concern here with with the titans what do you what do you see happening with the titans well for starters, I think this is going to be the worst division in football. Um, the Titans, they were the number one seed last year uh, in the AFC, and they immediately lost at home to Cincy, who ended up making it to the Super Bowl. But they had Tannehill. They came out in a pressure situation. Tannehill throws three interceptions, and that was considered a major upset Like when Cincinnati won that game. And in Tennessee, and... I, I think they peaked last year and they're going on the other side. I think they're going to find out that Tannehill is Tannehill. And while he's a solid quarterback, he's not going to, he's not going to lead you to anywhere good. <laughs> he may win some games. I have, I have Tennessee winning about nine games, which again, I don't know if that's over or under. So if I get some help from the, the panel. Nine and, here, nine and a half. Wow. I'm just coming up with numbers and I'm pretty good. I'm a half game off on all of them. I will say they will go under 
the nine and a half total for the season because I think they do win the division with nine games, which probably gives a preview of what I have to come. But <laughs> um, I just think this division is terrible. Someone has to win it, and I think nine and eight wins the division. So I just I just don't like this division at all. I, I love the logic. Somebody's got to win the division, so right. why can't it be the Titans? All right, exactly. Dave, Dave, do you agree? What do you think about the Titans? Yeah, so the nine and a half there uh, with the Titans, uh, Derrick Henry, um, unbelievable running back. I, he, I love watching him break tackles. You got four guaranteed wins between the Texans and the Jags yeah. in this division. So toss those in as gimmies, and then they got to find another six in there. I, I, I find the, I, I see them winning ten to eleven wins. The only thing that I think that's going to hold them back here is they signed Austin Hooper and he, he leads the league in facts. F-A-C. Have you ever, guys, you guys know what yaks are. Yards are after no. the catch. Bumbles. Yeah. <laughs> no, falls. Falls. Oh! Every time he would catch the damn ball, he just goes down. He says, please don't hit me. Oh, God, please don't hit me. <laughs> falls after the catch. Goes down, so... Congratulations, Tennessee. That's, that's uh, good. You, you I'm going to write that down. Facts. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Dave with the jokes today. I like it. What? Uh, so, Dave, does that mean you're? I, I'm sorry. I, I like. I'm, it. I'm, t- I'm. I'm. I'm still going over on these guys. I think they're. I think they're still a good, strong team. I think Tannehill again. It's he's the quarterback that just doesn't have to screw up. Um, and especially in this division, that sucks. I think they go over nine and a half. Okay, so you're over nine and a half for Titans. Um, I'm gonna. St- I, I go a little differently because I do think Tannehill's overrated. I do think he's gonna have trouble. I now that I know about facts, it makes my decision even more to go with the under here. I think they have a very difficult schedule, especially late in the season. Uh, they may get a couple wins up early, but late, I think they're gonna fall apart. Um, I'm going under here. I'm going under. They'd probably be right at nine uh, games one, but I'm taking the under at nine and a half. And again, I'm waiting for the, the truth to be exposed that Tannehill is really an elderly man in disguise. So um, I don't, they're going to pull off his mask and you. Yeah, it's like, oh, you would have got away with it too if it weren't for those those kids. So I don't. I'm not a fan of Tannehill. I'm not a fan of Titans. But I don't think. I, I think they're way overrated. I think they have a very difficult schedule. So put put those together, and it looks like an under for me. All right. So uh, that's Titans. Wraps it up. Uh, here's a different take on, uh, or a different option here for this this division here for the Colts. Uh, what do you think, Mike, on Colts? The, the number is nine and a half. Just before you ask. Oh, number nine and a half. Well, I wrote down eight wins. Um. The sad thing is, is that I don't, I didn't, I didn't have my sheet with me. It's in California. I don't even know who the starting quarterback is for Indy, which probably came into the effect of. I know it's not Philip Rivers. He retired, and it's not Brissett. He's on Matt, the ground. Matt Ryan. Matty Ice. Matty Ice? Ice. Wow, he's an old man too. So <laughs> they went from one old man to another old man. Uh, he may squeeze out another win but it still doesn't get them to the over. I got them winning eight games, maybe nine, now that I know that Matt Matty Ice is the quarterback. Uh, so that still keeps them under the nine and a half total. Uh, again, I know they have a strong running back. They have a, a, an okay quarterback, but I just, I just don't think they're any good. So I'm going to go under the nine and a half there. 
Under nine and a half for Colts for Mike. Dave, do you agree with what well, you call the Matty Ice? And I, I, would like Ice. Wonder, I would wonder why you call him that. Because he has ice in his veins. That's his nickname. So, um, that's pretty lame. They, yeah, they scored. <laughs> they had nine. They had. Nine, I didn't give it to him. Um, <laughs> he gave it to himself. Which makes he probably it worse. did. Yeah. 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 No, so, no. Call me Matty Ice. Call me Matty Ice. Natty Ice. Natty. Natty. <laughs> that beer is horrible. <laughs> so, so he's like this. Is he like this? Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I think with Matt Ryan, um, they picked up a, a great receiver from Cincinnati, Alec Pierce. Again, last year they would have won 10 um, if they didn't have that horrible loss against Jacksonville in the last game of the season. Uh, again, four automatic wins between having the Texans and the Jags in there. Uh, so I see them getting 10 wins just getting over. I'm with you, Dave. I'm with you on the Colts. I think they are going to win this division, not the Titans. Somebody has to win it. It's going to be the worst division. Somebody has to win it. I do think it's the Colts. I do think Ryan's going to come in and find some uh, nice weapons out there on offense. I think the Colts made some good moves uh, in the offseason, picking up uh, a stronger defense as well. You put that together with a relatively easy schedule, especially as you mentioned, the Texas, the Texans and the Jaguars lineup um i do think they're going to be over over nine and a half games here actually when i looked at it i i i was pretty confident in that pick actually looking at their 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 schedule so i'm with you i think uh i think the colts go over nine and a half and now that i know his name's maddie ice i i want to root for him less <laughs> so i got colts over with you dave okay colts over nine and a half all right so let's get into the real stars of this division, uh, the the Texans, uh, they or Mike. I'm sorry. What do you what do you think about the Texans? I mean, are they going to even feel the team? Like, what's going on? Well, anytime you, I have them settling ten times more lawsuits than winning games. It's <laughs> 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 just never a good way to start. Again, no idea who their quarterback is because I left my sheet at home. Any any help from the gallery? Davis Mills. Wow. Is that even has any of you guys heard of this guy? Uh, no. He's got the uniform and everything. Yeah, see the silence. The silence is deafening here. I have them winning three games. Because I think they will split with Jacksonville and in the NFL, they always find a way to steal a win here and there. So I've got them at three and fourteen, which I'm gonna assume is under. <laughs> is that a pretty good? Is that a pretty good uh, bet? They're at four and a half. Oh wow, that's way under. Yes, I, I have no idea. I mean, I, I don't know if they have a running back. I don't know any of their players on defense. I, 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 I mean, there's just nothing to like about this team. I mean, they, they, they literally are. Yeah, they settled thirty lawsuits, and I have them winning three games. <laughs> Okay, so you're under four and a half for the yeah. Texans. Even though they have the newest stadium in the league, Ooh, still going under three. Oh, the new stadium smell makes a difference. I know, I know. Dave, what do you think? Think they can get over four and a half wins? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> they are one of the worst defenses in the league. If you go through their uh, depth chart right now, they have they're relying on two rookies in their offense they're relying on two rookies on their defense this, these are starters 
this is a total blow up rebuild. Lovey Smith is the is the coach now. Yeah. Um, it, this is let's blow the damn thing up and hopefully we could be reasonable and acceptable in a couple of years here. Uh, they're going to be horrible um, under four and a half all day long. Yeah. With you. I'm with you guys. Um, I think that the Texans are the worst team in the league. I think their schedule is surprisingly hard. And I don't think that whoever the hell Mills is, and uh, I don't know what else they even have going for them, is going to pull together many wins. It's tough just mathematically for the NFL to be like, yeah, they're only going to win, you know, two or three games. Uh, Just because, you know, you see so many mediocre teams or even really bad teams being able to pull off the couple wins because, you know, they do get to play the Jaguars. Um, and they're pretty bad too. So they might have a couple wins there. So it, it's hard. It, it hurts me mathematically, but I think logically uh, they do get the under here of four and a half wins. They, they might sneak out four, but it'd be a shocker to much of the universe if they come in with five wins. So I'm going to take the under here as well. So we're all in agreement that the Texans suck. And if you want to bet against them on every game, that's probably a good idea. They'll probably come out ahead. Money, money lines against them. All right, so that is uh, the Houston Texans. And this brings us up into the last team of the AFC South, which is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mike, what do you think about them? It's pegged at uh, six and a half. Oh, no. I thought, <laughs> ah, damn it. I thought I was going to have one over in this division, but I guess I'm not. Um, I think they actually are going to improve a little bit. Um They've got uh, Trevor, Trevor, as their quarterback. I think he will be improved. They got rid of Urban Meyer because he will be going to the bars in Ohio State this year to meet people. People, we don't know who. We don't know what he's doing there. He's just meeting people. So I think they got rid of a big distraction with Meyer and his rookie coach. Uh, They got their running back back, uh, Tienemann. Is that how you say his name? Uh... He was hurt last year. That was uh, Trevor's quarter, uh, running back at Clemson. So they will get together, and I think that helps. But I still have them only winning six games. I think they'll beat up Houston twice. I think they will steal one against Indy, and then they'll find a way to win three more. But unfortunately, that still has them under. But I do believe they are going to be the most improved team in the league. Not in the league, I should say. Most improved team in that division. They're going to be much better than they were last year. So you are still under six and a half? You think they're at six? I don't think they'll win seven. Because if I have Cleveland winning seven games with all that talent, there's no way I could have Jacksonville winning seven games with less talent. In a worse division, granted, but I still think six would be a good year and show improvement for Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, Mike. Uh, Dave, what do you think about the Jaguars? So the running back's name is ETN. Travis <laughs> ETN. There you go. That's a good name. So, uh, awesome. Awesome name. Uh, the Jags, they, I, I think they're going to come into the season. They're going to win every preseason game. I don't know who the hell they're playing, but they're going to come out and they're going to win all of them. They're going to be the Browns from f- four or five years ago. Yeah. Okay. They're going to come out, and I, Trevor Lawrence will have a better year this year. They got Doug Peterson coming on as their new head coach. They, But they start off with a extremely tough schedule at Washington, which I think is going to be an improved team. 
at home against Indianapolis, at the Chargers, at Philly, uh, and then they'll get a reprieve when they play Houston. So they're going to start off 0-4. And that team is going to go right back to where they were last year, saying, we suck. Uh, I don't think they're going to have – I see them winning five to six wins tops. Uh, if Trevor Lawrence is going to be their only highlight for the season – and uh, ETN will have some great um, some great runs, and he'll be the other part. But I just don't think that you have it with the with the line and the defense. I think they're five to six wins max. You are under the six and a half as well, Dave. Um, I, I I'm going to be the outlier here. I think Jaguars are going to go over six and a half. I don't have much to add to the conversation you guys already did. I, I think that because of the weakness of this division, I think they're going to potentially sweep Texan, the Texans. Um, I think they have a good shot to be competitive against the Giants, the Lions, and the Jets in their schedule. Uh, all happening late, like you said, Dave, the first four games, they probably don't have a chance to win. Uh, with the distraction of Urban gone, I think that's going to add some stability to the team. Maybe let them shake off these wins and come back late in the season, late in the yeah, late in the season strong. Um, I do think they, they can sneak out uh, seven wins here, seven maybe even eight wins. They uh, they brought in some uh, big D picks. I mean, you can take that as you will, but they did bring them in. Uh, they got uh, Teron Walker and uh, Devin Lloyd which is going to definitely improve their mediocre defense we saw last year. Their schedule is pretty easy, and I think that uh, Trevor is going to have improved performance uh, this year as well. So because of that, because of the weakness of the division, I'm, I think these guys can win seven. So I'm going to take the over six and a half here for the Jags. Um, but I do like what you said, Dave, about how they're like the Browns from four years ago. I think that's actually a good way to look at them, right? New coach coming in, you got a you know a younger quarterback. They're rebuilding some of their defense, so I I, I think that's a really good analogy. But we'll see what they uh, they come out with in in the wins. So that I think their schedule. I think their schedule is so tough. I, I you know if you look at their first their games, they're at Washington, Indy, Chargers, Philly, Houston. Maybe they win that, and then they they go to Indianapolis. They got the Giants, who are average at best. Um, at uh, against Denver in London, and then they got to play Vegas, which, which is like a, a home team. game for the Jaguars. <laughs> and then they're then they're at Kansas City. They get a bye, so they get a little bit of a reprieve. Then they got Baltimore, Ugh. and then they're at Detroit, which they suck. At Tennessee, which they're going to be you know better. Um, then they're they play Dallas. Then they get to play the Jets like shortly thereafter um, at New York on a Thursday night. They're going to get beat down. I think this team, it's just, it's, it's a perfect storm for them to just have another crappy year. (laughs) Well, being at six and a half is again, another very good line from Vegas because it's very difficult to choose between the, the, the the five to seven range for what's going to happen here. Just, you know, I, just looking at the meta review of of their schedule here that I'm looking at from a number of sources, it's it looks like they have the 12th easiest schedule in terms of uh, the total win projections from who they're playing, and if you look at their percentage of wins from 2021, it's the seventh easiest schedule they have. Uh, and I, again, I, I you can look at it into individuals and how we think they're going to perform this year. It's hard to say year over year. A lot of changes happen. You know, a lot of things do do uh, occur, and this is speculation, but. 
you know, I do think Lions is a pretty easy. Uh, you'll be competitive against Lions, competitive against Jets, competitive against. Um, if I didn't say Giants already, and they have they, they had at least one or two against yeah. the Texans. So that puts them at five. That's that's their five. Right. Right. Yeah. They so got to find two. They and I think I think they can. So uh, maybe Tennessee, uh, maybe in Indianapolis. I don't know. I don't know. Right. I, like I said, I think this division is pretty weak, so I don't think there's a huge talent gap between Jacksonville and Indy and Jacksonville and Tennessee. Granted, Indy and Tennessee are more talented, but I don't think it's the difference between say. Kansas City and the Rams in Jacksonville right. or Chargers. It's it's slight. Right, right. And I think the Titans aren't going to be that strong this year. So anyways, it's a good good discussion here because it is very difficult for this team with, with a new coach coming on and the, 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 the moves that they've made to pick up a better defense just to figure out where the Jaguars are going to be. Uh, it'll be fun to watch, though, and uh, watch this terrible division uh, get destroyed by everybody else. Right. Horrible. <laughs> disgusting <laughs> okay so now that we're all dirty from the, the dirty south uh <laughs> we all need a shower from that what uh, is there anything else from uh the you know the sports realm that we want to dive into during today's podcast mike do you have anything else on on your list that we need to bring up to our listeners uh it's not in the sports related well i am just going to give a shout out to my nephew kyle He's getting married in Miami this weekend. So that's where all my concentration is going to be on attending the, the wedding and having him marry the love of his life, Amy, here in a beautiful ceremony in Miami. So I just want to say congratulations to Kyle and Amy. Mazel tov. It, it is a Jewish wedding. Fantastic. They're going to break a jar and everything or glass or whatever it is. <laughs> well... That, that's great. Well, congratulations to to Kyle. He is somebody that I think eventually may need to make an appearance on this yes. podcast. He has great opinions of the world of betting on, on sports. So yes. Uh, yes. maybe one day we can get him on after his honeymoon to uh, make a guest appearance. Congratulations to Kyle Thank and you. Amy. Uh, Dave, anything else that we need to go through? I know we didn't want to stay. We already talked enough about the Deshaun situation. Is there anything else that uh, is happening out there that our audience would, would love to hear our opinions on? Um, well, congratulations to Kyle too. I, you know, I hope your their first child is a masculine one. Um, <laughs> come on, if we're gonna bust out the Italian stuff here, I might as well grab a quote from The Godfather. Um, <laughs> Uh, just uh, there's a lot of friendlies going on in the uh, um, in the soccer world this year um, right now this time of season so uh, tomorrow um, Man City is uh, on TV so go check them out I think uh, you're gonna enjoy that one it is they are playing um, uh, Bayern Munich and which is a really really great team um, so check that out it's at seven o'clock on ESPN um, so you know, if you guys are trying to learn a little bit more about soccer, it's going to be friendly. It's pretty cool. It's going to be at, at uh, Lambeau Field. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, keep an eye on that as well. The uh, I don't have anything else to add here, guys. So let's bring it to a close with our amazing uh, baseball picks and a review of the AFC North and South uh, predictions on how those are going to go. And we'll leave it at that. If you're interested to hear what we thought about the AFC, AFC East and West, please check out our last episode. Uh, we, we talked about that in more detail. So 
let's leave that here, guys. If you like what you hear, please download, like, and subscribe. Share with a friend because sharing is caring. Also, follow us out there on the Twitters at uh, UBet underscore podcast, where we share some more information and opinions uh, throughout the week. Thanks for joining us today. May the odds forever be in your favor, and good luck with all your picks. Take care, everybody. Have a good one, guys.